the never-ending story. everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast, and it's hosted <laughs> by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I am the other host, Paul. And we're joined by two majestic beasts of human beings this evening. The first, the beautiful, the godlike, the apovescent Jake. Hello, Jake. I'm with my cool guy gang now. I can't yes. talk to you anymore. <laughs> oh, no. He's, He's we've been replaced. He's one of the baddies now. And we're joined by the, the sexiest human that has ever lived. He, he looks like a bit of a tramp, but he is a beautiful man with a beautiful soul. Hello, Lee. Hi, Lee. Hi, Paul. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the matter, Lee? What's wrong? What's, a, what's wrong, it's that, Lee? It's that, it's that photo, but I brought it on myself, didn't I? <laughs> Which photo? The one I accidentally put up too early that I made a mistake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a total accident that it flew across the screen. <laughs> Which one? This one. The this one. never Which, everyone at home will be hearing the beautiful sounds of Lee singing. Oh, um, just... <laughs> So radiant. <laughs> it's a never-ending story. <laughs> so yes, um, that was supposed to be a little surprise for later, but yeah, I fucked up. Sorry, guys. No, <laughs> this is what happens when you do live, live shit. But yes. So, no. <laughs> but Lee, I'm sorry. I'm. I don't. You. We've, no, we've, we've been. We've been mean to you today as well. You've like say you've you've come on the podcast. Yeah, you, you're missing your pizza. We've not even feeding the poor hobo Lee as well. <laughs> Now living that true hobo life. Yes. He is. He's embodying it. <laughs> it's fine. He's going to pick on us all his once. It's still lovely to see you all. Oh, oh it's lovely to see him. you too, Lee. And the chat are loving you as well. <laughs> oh, like everyone's excited to see the Lee in the, the chat. Lee. There. The Lee. And the Jake. I think it's just Riley. <laughs> just, just me family. Nobody else. <laughs> At least your family watches us. My family says, "Oh no, I'm not watching the podcast because you swear no. too much." I know. Chris, Chris oh. isn't even here. He's decided to do like a social event or something, like a like a, a madman. <laughs> Chris is not in the chat. Nope. Chris has abandoned no. us for the evening to be at a wedding. Chris. Yes. And he's king I as well. King of I for this month. Sure. Uh, yeah, we should revoke his title. We'll probably give it a Hopi for the third <laughs> third time, so he can have it out. <laughs> so yes, um, so, oh. oh, and here comes Joe. So the chats in the as well. We've got Beth. We've got Joe. We've got Reverse. We've got Hope. We've got Martin. We've got a few few of the regulars and a few of the nice people. <clears> so nice to see us as well on this gloomy sunlight. Oh, and we've got a peach as well. We've got a lovely peach. So Ooh. Sammy, take away your Oh, my doggies have just gone crazy. But <laughs> regardless, um, how are you all doing and what you've been watching? <laughs> Who wants to go first? I did wide eyes and everything, I've, I've been watching loads oh. for some yeah. reason. Um, I, I went and saw the new Mean Girls movie. <laughs> That's oh, a musical. Didn't. At the cinema, cashed in some free tickets, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that was interesting. Um I I'm not I haven't really seen the first one, so I can't really compare it. <laughs> oh, the first one is just amazing. It's so there's definitely funny. cameos though. There's mm-hmm. there's some cameos that you want, you know. Um but no, I liked all the songs. I'm like a sucker for musicals anyway. Um mm. the mm. the more like melodramatic the better for me. <laughs> like <laughs> And it was very much like 
a, like a total stage show, you know, like the scene transitions didn't really make sense, but it was like, it was okay because you can mm-hmm. get, get away with that with a musical, just kind of use the music videos to like gloss <laughs> over <laughs> continuity. Um, but no, I had fun way better than I was expecting. Um, cause cool. a lot of people seem disappointed by the songs for some reason. All right. Um, as far as I heard, it was like your standard, you know, musical affair, like like anything that's popular you know like six or something like that yeah when i heard they were yeah when when i heard they were doing i was like originally all i heard was it was a remake and i was like why would the deep do a remake and then they said it's a musical i was going all right that makes total sense and Mm -hmm. there's like say same actors and same cast playing similar roles as well so i was like oh well and again mean girls is such an easy and likable film to watch so It'll be hard to hate this movie, I guess, unless like some of the performances are really, really bad. Yeah, like the only the only thing maybe was the main girl wasn't super great at. I heard singing. she was a bit weak. I heard mm. her singing was a bit weak, but apart from that, people loved it. But did they use the line "You go, Glenn Coco"? Yes, definitely. Yes. And um, fetch was a thing. Oh God! By not the again. end. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch a thing. It's never going to be a thing. <laughs> she made it a thing. <laughs> um, and, I, and, I, and, I, and also, I watched Sonic the Hedgehog two, um, which I so thought we, was terrible. Yes. So Give us that hot take on Sonic two. Oh, do I really? There's a really like a hot take that needs to happen about it. Um, <laughs> it had it. It was just the story was kind of boring somehow. They made Knuckles and Master Emerald and Supersonic boring. Um, and it Too still had that weird... <laughs> Possibly. And it still had that weird stuff in where like they were talking about Olive Garden again. There was all this like Sonic is the son of the Wachowski family. <laughs> like just like friggin' Cyclops or X-Men. And his boring <laughs> wife. <laughs> it's just Damn. like, what? Why are we why are we concerned about his wife's sister's wedding getting ruined like in a Sonic movie? Like what's going on? It's like, it's like James Masterson, just fuck off and just give us the little blue bastard. That's all we're looking for here. Yeah, uh, like Marsden. Marsden Masters, oh, what is it? Masters is there, Spike from Buffy. Oh, don't, don't be dissing oh him. Oh my god, do not be, be best mate, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's <laughs> the most animated Lees we've had in a while, so <laughs> Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it was, it was at its best when it was being a stupid video game anime sort of like, look, they're running around the level, like oh, Sonic's in Labyrinth Zone sort of thing. But that was only like maybe like thirty percent of the movie, and the rest was just weird like comedy bits. Mm. And there's that weird guy who plays like the crap policeman in town, and he always just looks like he's cracking a smile when he's acting because I think he's just like a comedy guy, <laughs> like the, like the bumbling policeman guy. It's like I'm happy I'm in a film. Please just let me just smile. <laughs> I think so, but it it comes off as just like this isn't real acting. Like I can see you wanting to laugh at your own jokes. <laughs> like, this is like, weird. You're not you're not a good comedian either if you laugh at your own jokes. Apparently, did he no. have a mustache? Um. No, scraggly beard. He kind of no. just looks like, like Please. you know, like a Charlie Day knockoff. Oh. <laughs> Dear me. Same kind of characters. Are like, oh, the wacky sidekick has to look after the town because Cyclops James has gone on honeymoon, <laughs> so they can <laughs> so they can film on location in Hawaii. Like, it just feels like a tax write-off mixed <laughs> with a kids movie. Possibly. Possibly. But yes. <laughs> uh, Sonic Two gets two thumbs down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Hobo Lee? What you been watching? 
Um, probably just the best thing I've watched this week is Masters of the Universe Revolution. All right. Ooh, I haven't Ambit. caught up yet. It, it is amazing. Um, loads of people are saying it's loads better than the first season, but I preferred the first one. Mm-hmm. Like the ones where He-Man wasn't in it because yeah. we, yeah, we've had loads of He-Man over the years and mm-hmm. it explored the side characters a bit and broadened the horizons of Masters of the Universe. But um, mm-hmm. but no, this new season's still excellent. All right. Uh, like I said, this is something I'm going to catch up on because... The Lord and Savior Kevin Smith, like he is, he's involved with it. So we will like watch and do anything that Kevin Smith tells us to do. Yes, Kevin. Um... Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> I don't watch anything he tells me. You watch. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> um, that's interesting, though. I didn't actually know there wasn't official He-Man in that first season because mm-hmm. I, I just assumed it was literally like a like how they did She-Ra. They were just gonna like reimagine. Like the old series and stuff, yeah, kind of like the kind of not but kill him off in the first episode, yeah, and then like say they go through the full season trying to like live without He Man and stuff. So it's quite quite an interesting take. But yeah, um, the voice acting in it in the first season was absolutely brilliant. I oh, thought, yes, I will be checking that out, Lee. Thank you for Thank reminding you. me there. Um, what about you, Sammy? What you've been watching? Um, I've not been watching a great deal. Um, I'm, I'm back watching my yearly event of Red Dwarf because right. I found that it's now all on the BBC. On the BBC, so it's on the BBC, just like I've been on the BBC. Um, but yeah, it. I'm watching Red Dwarf. Um, but what I did watch the other night, which, oh gosh, um, was to catch a copper. All right. Yeah. I, you you did rant in our group chat while yeah. you were watching that because it was too it was like yeah. shout at the screen maddening. If you want forty five minutes of pure rage, I'd suggest you watch that program. It's the same kind of um setup as twenty four hour in police custody, but it is police, police and police mm-hmm. and just showing you how absolute not corruption or not corrupt, but how it is just oh, some people are just awful man they just they don't deserve to have that kind of job they've just got no compassion or anything it's a, not a nice program yeah. so yeah who, who watches the watchman eh? hey, that's a, a spoiler <laughs> for something to come later as well so yeah and <laughs> um, so that's really all i've been watching i'm just back to red dwarf and getting rage for the channel four all right i'm back on a dexter kick after last week's episode i've oh, kind of continued watching on um just because once you start watching dexter it's like a drug you just don't want to like you need you, you need to go on the journey for it um but and i thought because i'd said i'd wait a few episodes in to give you a an update on the the, the most crap oh, fantastic yeah. tv show of all time all 13 seasons of it i kind of believe it's got 13 fucking seasons i'll, t- I'll tell you that um moonshiners yes oh, <laughs> it's back oh, it's back, back. So I've watched four episodes in. Um, basically, Mike, the little dickhead who I didn't like last season, is back, but he's having to team up with Richard because uh, they had a bit of a like a, a feud last season. They were going on each other's patch, and one of the head moonshiners, like the big boss man, it's like the fucking mafia now. It's like embarrassing. Um, <laughs> had a meeting with them and said, "You two have got to work together, otherwise you can't work in our can't county." And they're like, oh, no, our customers are in this county. And they're like, so they're like clashing heads and 
being all entertaining and stuff. Um, boss Hog, does boss... he tell them the comic? Pretty much. The <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, you know the two old blokes that Sammy liked, uh, Tickle and... Oh, yeah. One of them has been cool. diagnosed with a blood disease and he hasn't got long to live. Oh, no. Oh, so some sad news there. So he's decided that... I don't know if it's... I don't know if it'll be kind of shocking if they've made a show, like just made up for the show, but they've decided that with him not having much uh, long to live, they're going to make the biggest ever moonshine run that's ever been known. So they're oh. basically going around and getting... It, like, it's like the fucking Avengers of moonshiners. They're getting a team of... Uh... <laughs> moonshiners assemble! <laughs> they're getting a team of moonshiners in to like, make this... like. Big batch of moonshine. They've just it's gonna blow up, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> they've, they've just. This is how it ends. This... It's moonshiners. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's been my entertainment for the last week. But honestly, it it's so weird because it's like they do the little warnings now before. It's like, please do not do moonshine in your own backyard. It is illegal and you can die. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you Go just want to just want to do it any, uh, even more now. So yes, <laughs> let's let's go. <laughs> I'm so lucky. I was I got back here on the podcast for the moonshine update 2024. <laughs> 2024, yeah. We'll just do a full episode on moonshiners one day. I'll make everyone watch it. <laughs> You just lock us in a room, like, and then we'll do the podcast afterwards. And just see, just see everyone's faces is like absolutely hating me, and it's like, yes, Paul, <laughs> we watched it, and I'm just sitting in the corner with a black eye. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the day that Sammy lost her rag with me, we'll yes. drink moonshine, and it'll be like the McPoyle wedding. <laughs> like, <laughs> the thing is, like, I've I've never tasted moonshine. I, like the way they talk about it, I really want to try it, but I I, I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah, you're not isn't... a drinker though. I know, that? but you got to be on the floor. I got, a, I got a jar of it for Christmas one year, but uh, like off my mum. It, it uh, no, it was sat in my fridge for ages, and I just completely forgot about it. And I don't know what happened to it. Bex probably threw it out. Might be still there. Might be in the back of the fridge. Let's go <laughs> and have a look. Let's, let's have a wander back <laughs> into the back of the fridge of Lee's. If... It worries us drinking a jar of something. Though, to be fair. <laughs> Let's make our next meetup really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, we, with our beards now, we could pass as moonshiners now, so we can do it. You can speak for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> There's female moonshiners as well, as you find out during it as well. But yes, yes, slap some dungarees on Sammy. <laughs> I can, I can pull that off, but like flannel shirt and everything. I can, <laughs> pull, get, I can pull that off. Just get the banjo out. Yeah. So, yes. Um, do you want to do your disclaimer, lovely lady? Yes, I will. So, everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us on the Facebook page, Discord, or the comments section where we can have an open discussion. What we won't have, though, is anyone comment for us and tell us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, to keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Yes, yeah. very well. Here, here. And we are spreading that message far and across the universe, the, the podcast world, and the interweb. Like I say, we're taking over Twitter, we're taking over other people's podcasts now. So as <laughs> as, as Jake guested on a Transformer podcast the other week. That and was if so yeah. cool. Transformers the show they're called. Um they've got like two hundred odd episodes. They're they're doing really well. But yeah, awesome guys. Um if you like figures and stuff and want to know what's coming out and what 
what you can spend your hundreds of pounds on the what masterpiece collections <laughs> check them out <laughs> and goodwill so cool. and goodwill is trekking across the universe doing his best to be on every single star trek podcast that the world has ever okay. made and yeah. i am loving it and living for it so well done he's always Captain in that goodwill. transporter room yes <laughs> never at home anymore ready to go oh, yes so so the, the movie we're here to talk about so Lee, yeah. give us the introduction because I think you would do it best, Lee. Today we're talking about Robocop. Um... <laughs> bad motherfucker. Yes, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> can, can I just start this off by just talking about the first thing that pops up before the film even starts is the warning, which just says violence, substance abuse, smoking, sexual content and i don't even think that does it justice <laughs> the Boiling whole film is just men. fucked <laughs> and that... fucked up from start to finish yeah. and that is that, that a... needs more of a warning <laughs> is that a warning or just basically saying we we think you should be doing these things while watching this movie is it like, <laughs> a, is it, is it like a guide for, for the movie to try and understanding what 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 you're going to experience so, so yes, I remember well, watching this far too young, far far oh, too man. young. <laughs> no, actually, I say far too young. It was literally a couple of years ago, and I've just watched it again for the second time today. So <laughs> not too young. But before we before we get into the nitty gritty of it, can I give you the tagline for this movie? Right. Yes. I think, I think I can fucking, remember. You are gonna fucking love it. It's amazing. <laughs> I think so, I remember it, but yeah, shoot. The future of law enforcement, part man. Part machine, all cop. Yeah. <laughs> he is really, when you think about it, like it, like like Murphy doesn't really have much of a character other than he's like the nicest cop in in like the broken down precinct. Yeah. <laughs> he's got Maybe his little he's got his little cowboy move that he likes to do. That that's... yeah, like the the only thing he can bond with his son on. <laughs> Like, can you do that, Dad? <laughs> but yes. I, as I said, I can remember watching this for the first time. Just like, I'll be honest, I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. All I was like, say, four was towards the end when we got like the robot on robot action type thing. Mm. Um, and for many time, like when I was younger and a bit stupid, I actually preferred RoboCop two for some reason. <laughs> I, I don't uh, know you why. like the war on drugs more <laughs> as a kid, did you? Possibly. Um, but as an adult, when I've watched it back and watched all the like the movies, because there is a few movies in the TV show as well, the the first one, it it's so cleverly done. And uh, I think it was Paul Verhoeven, Verhoeven I'll try and yeah. pronounce it better, yeah. There, yeah. Uh, who yeah. directed it, who's done some interesting choices interesting. for me. <laughs> Very interesting choices. Starship Troopers. Yeah. Which, yeah. Total Recall. Mm -hmm. Um, Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. And my Blade personal favourite. He didn't do uh, Blade Runner. He had, some, he had something to do with Blade Runner. Right. He um, was on set and it gave him influence for Robocop. Was it, it that? All right. That's um, <laughs> but however, my favourite, Showgirls. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is more sci-fi in this movie will ever be. So, yeah. Um... <laughs> It's not sci-fi anymore, Robocop. It's too real. <laughs> that, that's the one of the points oh, I was no, I, I was going to mention as well. I feel 
I feel like this is a very unrealistic movie. It's like so far-fetched. I mean, come on. Corrupt policemen and greedy corporations. Yeah. And having, we don't and having have that work, in real life. Having to work after you're dead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I ask a question straight off the bat while it's like fresh in my head? Did he sign a contract to say you can take my body after I've died as think... part of this program? Or did they just simply steal him? I think apparently like, I think the story is OCP owns the police precinct. It's like it's as if governments have like privatized everything. Um right. which fun again, <laughs> ripped from the headlines. Um so I think like OCP yeah, like yes, he probably did sign that contract, but he probably didn't read the the Robocop clause. <laughs> no. Probably wasn't something there saying we own you mind, body and soul type thing. Um <laughs> Again, with the like, say the callbacks to this film as well. What I did love about it, and again, it's probably like as you said, you get similar things with Starship Troopers, is the kind of like the TV adverts or the news yeah. reporters and the things like they go on, like like the talking, like smiling through uh, some horrific news, talking about like n- like nuclear uh, war apparently coming, uh, coming. I can't remember the country now. Um, and then like say there's an advert for a game later on about and yeah. it's called Nuked or something like that. And it's like so uh, being very playful with scary thing, but as as Jake said, it's all about like today in news, everything's fucked. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why are they so happy about it? It's just scary, just scary. And um, it's um the one thing I love about it though, it's actually I think it's got like it's setting is like obviously this came out like late eighties, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like concept is very sort of in my mind like seventies, you know, like how like you had stuff like like taxi driver and stuff where it was like you know the crime is like the crime spree in the city it's like very much like that like how people used to talk about like new york back in those days <laughs> about being just, like crime ridden um and it's very much like that they've just like picked detroit and they're just like it's it's like a war zone out there like the roaming gangs rule the area <laughs> it's like it's 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 another one of those things where you're like how do normal people live in this city where there's just like roman like future it's gangs very judge dread isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna like make judge that. dreads watched yeah. it's like judge dreads watched, watched iron man and went oh but, fuck i'm gonna try that yeah <laughs> it is incredibly influenced by judge dread there's like no qualms like or hidden secret about that so yeah i found that i, I, I but i saw that straight away i think i've mm. seen judge dread more than i've seen this movie too true he even has like a special pistol just for him. <laughs> yeah, which was, um, I've got a little fun fact about that. The FBI had to clear that gun. All right. Because yeah. it's, it's a modified gun. So it is still an actual, because it even because, even though it's a prop gun, it was yeah. still modified that the FBI still had to clear it. All right. To be used. Just to make sure they're not making anything that shouldn't be out, out <laughs> in the yeah, world. Exactly. <laughs> it would be an interesting gun to have out, but... Jake, I think you touched on a good point as well, like the setting and the tone of the film as well. Um, I think the movies of the time, and especially from like late seventies to even like all the way through the eighties, like it was like fear mongering that gangs mm. and that crime was going to basically be like the end of America or the end of society as we speak it. Um, and that's what the like the tone of this movie is. It's like the fear mongering that it's going through. But then you've got the big corporations OCP. OCP, isn't it? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Omni, uh, Omni consumer products. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, because there's that many different ones, I always get confused with Wayland for some reason, reason as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, but they're basically kind of 
pushing it because they want this new uh, utopia that they can see that they can put kind of uh, mold and that what they think the world should be or what they want to be like to make money and like to change it um but even from the start because like it doesn't ease you in nicely it's not like oh uh, we're going to take you down a nice little journey like the start when in the boardroom and chaos just fucking happens when like say, they, they're having the meeting and they say okay this is going to be the next thing in law enforcement and the next thing in uh like say in army recruits as well like the scariest this robot thing shot you can this imagine. unarmed man yes. it's ready it's ready this this is this perfectly represents the police it's like it's it's like literally the scariest thing you can imagine as well it's like a giant faceless mech with two machine gun arms and it's like you would not like there is no world where you would be like feel safe with this thing walking Abs- around. Absolutely not. Um, can, can I just say for the designs of the like the designs as well, like the design of Robocop himself was absolutely beautifully done and like mm. so iconic and I draws your eye to it as well. And oh. as you said, the tank that the fucking did, I'm not going to try and say the code because I'll, I'll totally show myself up. But um, <laughs> just call him Ed. Ed. Ed is Ed 209. That that is just brilliantly, and I I don't think many sci-fi, um, like a sci-fi film especially, have made better looking robots than this, or more realistic looking mm-hmm. robots. Because when they're using CGI now, it's mm-hmm. kind of got that fake gloss over, and it's kind of like yeah, almost looking like it's rubbery as well. But these like RoboCop, I don't know how they did that. I know they used it to like all the models and stuff. You do, and right, give your hand I and. Did. Okay. <laughs> um, it actually, do you know what? This lovely, t- it actually, this episode lovely, lovingly ties in great with our monsters episode on. Um, can't think of his name now. Rick Baker, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who is the makeup artist, special effects, and designer and creator of everything that you've just been talking about, is Rob Button, and mm-hmm. he is the um, protege of Rick Baker. He is the guy who brought you the thing. Right. Whoa, really? <laughs> yes. He is so, the guy who brought you the thing. He is Rick Baker's protege. He made this by hand. Fuck off. Yes. Yeah, because it's it's a stop motion model in it's some stop motion scenes. Model. Oh, yeah. right. so I thought you talked about Robocop. I was like, all the them yes. bits. Like, it's all them it's bits only like are that big case. or something, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Ed 209's tiny. But Robocop <laughs> suit is genuinely a suit. It absolutely nearly killed Peter Weller to, to be in it. He lost three pounds every day by just being in the suit. That's why when he looks so incredibly slim, when you see him at the beginning, because he's already shot all the suit parts, um, it was so hot in there. He was, he was in that suit. Every little bit, every little thing that you see sticking on is made by uh, Rob Button and his team. Amazing. That's awesome, because, like, yeah, um, like, you're right, like, the way... It, how it's stop motion it actually cleans up really well in like mm-hmm. the blu-rays and stuff where yeah. cgi doesn't always sometimes like it looks great when the when they do like the hd pass over it mm-hmm. but yeah i remember watching like the robocop blu-ray and thinking like whoa like ed 209 looks like super clean like i just didn't really understand how they did it <laughs> it looks like even more real somehow but, yeah like hearing it's a model it still doesn't take away the fear when it's actually on screen. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it. Like, it might have just been seeing it way too young. And I guess, like, it, it does have, like, a lion's roar as well, which doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> the voice behind it is pretty, pretty terrifying. Yes. But he, his actuality is about that big. 
the yeah. only, he's, not, he's the, not that big. The only thing I did question about it is like. I know it's, it's hilarious when you watch it back now is when he falls down the stairs and he's yeah. on his back and he's like... <laughs> it's yeah. like, would a, would a robot really make that type of noise? It would be like, you can hear the gears go around and trying to get back up, but it wouldn't yeah. be like screaming like it's in pain. Like it's like a leopard t- noise or something for it? It's definitely like a, like a big cat noise for sure, like a stock noise. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just got Lee in there and tickled Lee and made Lee make Lee noises. <laughs> yeah, make like, Lee I, yeah, I go back and forth, you know, on like, should the robots like make like, you know, Godzilla kaiju noises? Because it happens in like Metal Gear Solid as well, and it like, it mm. works in Metal Gear, I feel like. Mm. Again, I think the Metal Gear Rex is very like Ed Tor 9 influenced. Because like mm. Kojima's a big movie guy. He doesn't talk about it very often, but there's a lot of movie references in all of his like video games. And yeah, I don't know how I feel. I think like a little goes a long way with the roars and the animal noises with your mm-hmm. your mech robots. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But, uh, um, and I think oh, with with the movie as well, and again with most movies like that is kind of like set to a bit like not to the ridiculous levels where like of fantasy and stuff. It lives and dies with the bad guys. Oh, and now, the guys behind Jake. Well, it's not just them. Like the whole movie, yeah, the, the whole movie is full of just assholes and bad guys. Like it's 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 when you're watching the movie, you're trying to find the good guy in this. Yeah, it's just Lewis, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, she is adorable. Um, there is the one, the one other person that I do love, who I do think is actually a good guy. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Johnson. Donald Johnson, the black guy yeah. in the directors. Oh um, yeah, that way he's just like tastes like baby look- food. He's <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> such a nice guy. <laughs> and I read that he's like wrote a backstory for his character when like acting in this role that he had to go home every night and drink his <laughs> sorrows away because of all the bad things that he has to let slide oh, in order to like wow. keep his job in this company. <laughs> Um, who 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 was your favorite bad guy in this? I know it's probably going to be the most obvious uh, question to ask there. Good old Red Foreman, Bodiger. <laughs> this was he's always Clarence to me. This was the first yeah. place I ever saw Coco. Um, it's like yeah, I, like personally, I quite like the guy who makes RoboCop. Um, I'm blanking on his name, like you know the Miguel guy with... Pereira. Yeah, Dick, yeah. Is it Dick Clark? No, Dick, know, Clark, it's Dick, Dick Jones. Dick Jones was the Jones. the CEO guy, but then you get yeah. the yeah. guy below him uh, who had the, the worst <laughs> hairline that's been seen in a movie in a long time. Yeah. Let's be honest. I just, I, like what I like about him is like he's he's probably the most like pathetic bad guy in the whole movie because yeah. all he wants to do is like get ahead in the company and mm-hmm. like he's. He like screws people over. He like talks behind people's backs and gets like caught. And then he's like, obviously, <laughs> he messes with like the absolute wrong CEO in Dick Jones, who's got an army like of gang members behind him. That, that um, guy goes that... out the toilet. That guy pisses all over his own pants, <laughs> and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm going back to work. <laughs> Clean yeah. yourself up, man." <laughs> <laughs> I missed that as a kid as well, though. But I saw it back now. I was like, "Shit!" He was that nervous and scared. That that just yeah. shows you how, um, how well, like, say, or how scary Dick was in that company because the, the other corporate people were scurrying out and running away yeah. from 
um, like say out of the bathroom. So that's when you knew bad shit was going to happen or something was yep. going to go down, and it was quite uh, gets, interesting. Gets himself blown up pretty much. Yeah, as he was having one of his apparently normal drug fueled <laughs> cocaine nights. <laughs> it was all all the rage in the eighties. Friday night in the eighties is like, yeah, let's just get two um two models as he put it round, uh, and who <laughs> yeah. were fighting over to have like some time with them out which made me feel extremely uncomfortable um yeah he's not the most attractive man like his his money would um would definitely be the only thing that would be driving them to yeah but mm. miguel Ferrer is quite an interesting person and he has such a, he has a connection to dominique dunn mm-hmm. the girl from the poltergeist who got murdered he mm. was actually there that night all right mm. he was in the house while it was happening outside and right. um, kind of panicked, didn't know, didn't really know what to do. He was also Brendan Lee's best friend and was his pallbearer at his funeral. So Miguel Ferreira is incredibly interesting, but incredibly creepy in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. Um, absolute slime ball. A lot of these guys got the Twin Peaks job because David Lynch liked this movie as well. Because um, right. like this, this guy right behind me. <laughs> Is oh, Leland Palmer? Dad. <laughs> yeah, uh, Laura Palmer's dad, the one who's like, "Dad's with me." It's a totally different <laughs> character. He's also Which one is I'm not sure. The one that looks like young Bill Burr. <laughs> young, no, that's the him. Him. The... Oh, the one with the hair. Yeah, the, he, he normally plays. He, he normally plays. Yeah, he always plays a bad <laughs> guy. He was he was a devil in Reaper and stuff like that. He's he's very famous for like his his Twin Peaks role. And yeah, Miguel shows up there as like the the annoyed FBI agent who hates like you know the small town country police force. <laughs> he's excellent <laughs> in Twin Peaks as well. Um, but yeah, like like I love like this bad guy team behind me is pretty much my like all like top time action movie like group of bad guys because i think you've got everything mm-hmm. like you've got you've got the guy in the beret who just like laughs at everything like you know like, <laughs> he's, he's like jokerified <laughs> oh. and, he, um, he, he, and he didn't get to keep his car for long bless him <laughs> no um oh. and then you've got emil who's like your, your super like loose cannon like because mm. he just like decides to like knock over like um, a petrol garage, like for no reason, <laughs> just like it's really horrible to that guy. Who's I ain't picking him because he's hey, college boy. It's get. Do you think he can outsmart a, out think a bullet? It's like yeah, because he sees it. He sees him reading, and he's just like it. Like he's like, what are you reading? Like he's like lifts it up to the window. He's like, oh, you were college boy. And he's like, oh god. Like he's just like the the guy that you just can't put a foot wrong near because like anything will like set him off. And then obviously, like you've got Clarence. Um, mm. I don't think the the other guy does much. The Leland Palmer, he's just kind of <laughs> there to laugh along with everyone. He just laughs yeah. a lot. <laughs> but then you've got Clarence, who is like one of those oh. characters you rarely get anymore, where there's just yeah. no, like he doesn't have any like backstory, like redemption backstory. No, no redeeming like... features or anything like that. No. <laughs> he's like just one of those like massive bastards who <laughs> seems to have like contempt for like all life <laughs> like well, um he hates the cops yeah he's a he cop really... killer cop killer <laughs> um, but they kind of set the stage like well they, they set the like set everything in motion at the start with him as well so when you're in the van and he's given yeah. the instructions it's like uh, they said, oh, we can't outrun a cop car. And he's like, don't want you to outrun them. I just want you to slow down so we can blow the shit out of them. And yeah. then when one of his gang kind of takes a hit and he's like, he, does, he, he, he doesn't even bat an eyelid. He just like 
Kip, uh, can you fly, Bobby? They get <laughs> yeah. one of the more immortal lines that comes out of Robocop. And then you're just like, what does he mean? And you like because you've not watched the film, you think, what does he mean? Can you fly? And then yeah. you realize, oh shit! And then he actually, <laughs> when he when they actually do it, and the guy's begging not to be thrown out of the car, but it's just that ruthlessness and again, pure evil that we don't always get now in these days because everyone's got to be like have a like a sad story or this reason why they're bad or yeah. um a redeeming feature or maybe like a, like a Thanos where maybe. Maybe the right, maybe the wrong. Yeah, yeah. But there's this no one... question on this. There's guy. no, there's no complex in this guy at all. He's <laughs> no. just a pure dickhead. Yes. Have you noticed as well though? Like they don't even fall back on the old trope of like, oh well, his henchmen aren't as bad, and mm. if they get a chance, they'll like betray him because it's too far. Mm. Like everyone's hundred percent in with this guy. Like there's no question. There's the only part where it like wavers a bit is when he gets arrested and they're all like out on the town. And then, mm-hmm. but then as soon as he shows back up again, it's like, oh nope, Clarence is back in charge. Like, don't skip a beat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's kind of like an abhorrent failing to the group as well because, oh, yeah. um, like when the um Murphy and Lewis go into the warehouse to like, well, not the warehouse, the the steel mill or something like that to try and yeah. uh, tackle them. Like, There's the... a lot of factories that yeah. I'm not really sure what are. Like, well, I, I still don't movie. understand why the steel mill's got a, a vat of toxic waste, but again, yeah. <laughs> that movie it, it magic. Didn't give me, it didn't give him that superhero like vibe. No, no, he went he more just... toxic Avengers. Yeah, plus with that guy from X Men One, it was like a bag of water. But but now you've said the makeup guy is from the thing. That yeah. scene now makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's all jelly as mm-hmm. well. I, I had a look to see how it was being. They, li- they literally just kept pouring jelly over the top of them to give them that kind of gooey <laughs> exterior. What really got me, though, is what was actually in it, because the minute he hits the, he minute he hits the car, he is literally liquid. Yeah. There is nothing, nothing else but liquid hits that screen, and I'm like, it's what was chicken in that? soup? <laughs> chicken soup and something else. I can't remember what. Maybe the noodles. Uh, there's something else but I can't remember what. Liquid. And <laughs> yeah. Just, just don't eat. Around. Just don't eat the chicken soup that that Lee makes us. That that's all I'm oh, saying. <laughs> the the censorship me. people <laughs> wanted to take that scene out. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think it was Verhoeven was like, no, no, like everybody laughs at that bit in the test screen, and we you did. have to leave it in. <laughs> there is, there is, there is, a, there is a, um, a cut of it where it's not in, and I think that's what they use for television. Yeah. Okay. So there is like a kind of a cut cut down version of RoboCop that they would like sling on telly so they could get away with it. I love as well, like when that happens, like he goes up to like his friend, like <laughs> partway through, and he's just like, it. No! <laughs> It's like he's good, don't touch me, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah, you wouldn't want to be touched by the the toxic man. <laughs> the toxic man. No, the, the blood splatter scenes at the end though really made me laugh because when he gets when when Red Foreman gets like bites the dust and it's through the neck, it literally just goes huh. and yeah. it's just like what was in his neck. <laughs> <laughs> this, this film's like one of the most squibby films like yeah. ever like everyone's like just exploding <sighs> with blood constantly yeah. that's the thing uh, what i always like because I, I can't like I, I can understand why they wanted that bit cut out but they didn't have a problem with the murphy scene being like his origin story shall we say when he's yeah. caught in the um like say in the gang and they've got them pinned down 
it's almost like a well it is a torture scene and, and it's so brutally and slowly done as well and how he's picked apart and yeah. it's like when he starts off with the hand and you see his hand fully removed and it's again, horrible that it's, that it, that was like burned into my childhood brain like I when think his I used arm to comes off yep yeah I think I used to hide I think I used to hide from it when I was a kid like I didn't want to look at it <laughs> as well like any time they seem to be getting shot things exploded on him bless him uh, um. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he didn't stand a chance. <laughs> but the many times he gets shot, and then he like the headshot as well at the end is one of the more brutal headshots that I've seen in cinema. Because like, I know you see where they look fake. That one <laughs> looked realistic as fuck, and it, it, again, very well done to the like the makeup artist who did that. But and like when she goes over to, to see him lying there, and he's like. He's breathing. It's like, fuck, will he be still breathing through all that? Like, no, come on. I was writing stuff down as I was watching it, and I was like, how is he still standing? How is he actually not writhing in more pain? He is really not screaming realistically when he's, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've never had my hand blown off, so I don't really know what that feeling is, but I can imagine it would sting a little bit. He just does um, that Peter Weller, like, oh. oh, oh no. Isn't it? Um, isn't it a mannequin or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'm sure. It's like it's yeah. part mannequin, part him. Um, just like the whole film, really. Um, <laughs> Apparently, though, when they made the, when they made the film, the mannequin was that realistic. It actually disturbed him to see him getting shot because he felt oh, like really? it was quite realistic. Because yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> at least they used a mannequin for him. Uh, the poor guy that gets shot in the boardroom by Ed Two Hundred Nine. Um, he had two over two hundred squibs on him, <laughs> and he said every single one, when it went off, felt like getting punched. Oh. And he filmed it, and then he had to come back a couple of days later because they needed to film it again. <laughs> that something something didn't go right. I would have been like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to. He's gonna have to shoot me in the back. I'm not doing this one again." <laughs> wow. Get some danger money for that one. What I really loved about um, his death scene, though, was the fact that they kept his eyes open mm. all the way through. Yeah. I was so, and his jaw kind of like he got—he really did get the realistic look of like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like death is coming because like your eyes will permanently stay open, and they stayed open in the operation room. Mm-hmm. And the only time that they closed is when, and I love these bits, is when we're seeing a point of view from him. Yes, when they're, when they're creating that is so fucking good. And it was so mm-hmm. well well filmed as well, and like a brilliant idea. And it just shows you how like they didn't treat him as a human anymore. They kind of yeah. like saw him as an object. It was like, oh, I'm, like when she says, I, I was managed to save his arm. He's like, why the fuck have you saved his arm? We don't want his arm. Yeah, we don't want any arm. humanity <laughs> left on this 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 aspect. But that always raises the question as well: is why did they leave the, the face on there if they didn't want like humanity or thing? I know aesthetically it looks amazing, but if you were going to yeah. go the full robot, you would just take the brain and the brainstem type thing. I don't know, like. It... They don't really say it, but do you think it's like that they want it to be like a human element when he's mm. talking to like people? Because he's like, because yeah. he's like a step, like he's obviously he's not a walking battle tank like Ed 209. Like they want him to be like, because mm-hmm. like this later on when he's like, would you like me to notify a rape crisis center and stuff? Like he has oh, like, no, but like he, ha- he has it like he has that stuff programmed into him. And I, I think like, uh, is that what they were going for? Like it needs like a human touch. But yeah, when I was yeah. a kid, I was like, why don't they just shoot him in the mouth? Like yeah. stupid things that kids think. Like it's like, well, that would ruin the movie. He <laughs> <laughs> would catch the bullet in his teeth. That's what Robocop would do. Well, he might be metal under there for all we know. It might just be like 
like Bill and Ted too, where there's like robot stuff underneath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. no, no. Well, I was oh, do you not like that part? I was expecting something gruesome when he said when he goes to take his visor yeah. off. He's like, "You're not gonna like what's under here," and I was like, well, "What the fuck is under here?" Like, just sort of your mouth Vader. looks fine. Like, what's going on up the bum? <laughs> but oh, yeah, I was I was a bit freaked out. But I only watched this a couple of years ago. Literally. Yeah, no, but like, and the way they described Robocop as well, like I love the description. They always said, "Oh, he's going to be the ultimate, uh, like machine. He's going to have the the best reflexes, the most agile, and like say, uh, but also having like the experience of being a, like a ten year cop on the beat as well. So that that was the whole premise of it. But when you <laughs> see Robocop out in the streets, what? How how the fuck were they thinking he was agile? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, love, like, I must say, I love the noise he makes when he walks. Yeah, and it's you can so hear good. his feet kind of like sticking to the floor as he's going to like make sure he's stabilized. I love that. Yeah. What got me though is when he's doing his beat job. Mm. How many people are you arrested? No fucker is in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's, just, he's just bouncing to the next What spot. did he do? Just leave them there. Yep. Yeah, no, that that's a class scene though, Sammy. Like when you when like none of the policemen have seen him. Like they just yeah. see like the, the stuff being brought in, you know, like all the machinery and stuff, like his chair and things like that. And then like you just hear the footsteps and like everyone's like trying to look around like to mm. to see him and then they, they all kinda of, like they're in the firing range, like trying to get a look in at him. And, like everyone goes quiet, like when when he starts like, you know, taking the, the <laughs> thing down. When they're in the shooting range and he's got obviously he's got a modified gun and they're like, Oh my god, he's amazing. And in my head I'm like, Well you would be too if you were shooting that gun. Like that's <laughs> what's making him amazing is the gun. And um, I do love the scene. Just we rewind a little, or fast forward a little bit. Rewind, yeah, rewind a bit forward. Be kind. When he's, he's, <laughs> be kind. <laughs> when they are, um, when they've when they've done the whole putting them together and they're having New Year's celebrations, and he's just oh, trying yeah. to get up, and we're he gets still the kiss. in his <laughs> on his eyeballs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's still he's walking forward, and we still don't get to see him. But you just, if you look in a mirror to the side, you mm -hmm. can just see him walking past. And what I say is to Anthony, we're watching it today. This movie has some excellent still shots in it. Mm -hmm. Some really beautiful movements of just him just walking along. And there's a few at the end where he's walking across a, like a banister, like high up bit, and he's walking across, but it's quite slow motion as well. It's like mm -hmm. not really fast moving. There's some absolutely beautiful scenes in here. Yeah, I think it's like a testament to how much they've worked on like the outfits and stuff because they're not afraid to show it. Like they're yeah. not like hiding him or anything. Like you see him, like you see like you see like full body shots quite often. Like fair enough, you don't see him like climbing in and out of his car or anything. Mm. Like you can't, because he can't get in and out of the car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was in his underpants. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Just yeah. The first time the tester tried it on him and he got stuck. Oh, so they no. have to remove the bottom part. So you'll never see him get in and out the car with a full yeah. suit on. And when he is in the car, he's got knee bottoms on. <laughs> <laughs> so he's perfect for a podcast. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> um, so those footsteps, like, they the sound amazing and yeah. iconic. But I need to fast forward just a little bit to just um, get rid of some of his skills that aren't there. Like, you said he was this powerful, agile super cop. <laughs> Robocop 2, right? So, sorry, I am fast-forwarding quite a bit here. But he, he gets <laughs> out of his totally car and, and rolls it into this compound 
and it blows up and then all the bad guys come up going like, oh, he's dead. Um, meanwhile, he's sneaking through the factory like, your stealth isn't part of your programming, Robo. No. <laughs> what are you doing? He wouldn't be good on Metal Gear, so I'll put it that way. Um, <laughs> no, he's... he's... He's like he's there to be like a shooting gallery video game. Like he sees all the men pop out and be like, Meh, and then he's like, tick, 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 like with his little cursor thing, and then he just gets them. <laughs> but no, and I love the little little things that they keep in the movie as well. It's kind of like foreshadowing as well, because when you see like operate, uh, what what are your operates? He says to to protect uh, the innocent, uh, to protect to uphold the law, and it's get operate operate up to. Oh, I can't say it now. Operation four. Yeah, secret classified. I was like, "Ooh, that's gonna. Yeah, what's that like, gonna be?" Adding? And I like it because he tries to access it a few times, doesn't he? And mm. like, it just kind of goes all like, like glitchy or blink, like blinks away, and you're just like, "All right, okay." <laughs> and but yeah, like it, it's a, it's an interesting one, like because when Sammy said like he got inspiration from Blade Runner, like I can see it, but mm-hmm. like RoboCop's a lot more like heavy handed, isn't it? Where it's yeah. like, it's like he's a machine. And he starts to realize he's a machine. Like his oh, memories yeah. start bleeding black, yeah. like back in. Mm-hmm. And he like goes to like his old house where I guess they've like immediately sold and moved away. <laughs> and he yeah, but... she got over that really quickly, didn't she? I mean, she <laughs> yeah. she she got up, moved, and moved on. But we were wondering today, and I don't know if you, any of you can answer the time lapse between yeah. the accident and him actually becoming RoboCop. Because if it was you know, the length of what we're looking at in a movie, we're kind of like just thinking it's instantly just happened as soon as he's getting, you know, off the table and he's they've got like a a pulse all. I think they said in in the boardroom, they said uh, we can get this up and running after we've had a test subject within 90 days. Right. Yeah. Like there might be some more info you can gleam, like, you know, if if they say like when he joined, like when he came to Detroit or whatever. But mm-hmm. I guess what like them doing the New Year's party is them trying to like show us like time is passing. Yeah. But yeah, like it's it's an odd one because he obviously like goes back to his home. It's a it's a good scene though, because what's happening is the sort of like an automatic like realtor showing him around the house, like as he walks yeah. into the rooms. It's like so he's getting kind of like flashes of like Okay, I remember this, and then it's like snapping him out of it. It's a really cool idea to do. Like, like I don't obviously no one could do it now because they'd be ripping it off. But yeah, it's already like, been interesting. Done. I liked it, but yeah, it's not, it's not on like the cerebral level of like Blade Runner. Like, like RoboCop's like smacks you in the face with its themes. Like, constantly. <laughs> it's, um, there's, there's it... not much subtly done in this, shall we say? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, was it Lewis? Was it Lewis who started to jog his memory? Do you think or? Do you not think, think she actually had any influence whatsoever? By just because they really panicked when they were like, "What did you say to him? What have you yeah. said?" And she was like, "I just said, how like do you know your name?" Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, I think she like breaks. Like I think she's she the humanizes first, like, domino. Them. Yeah, because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. they have the first instance where he dreams because like they weren't oh, expecting yeah. that. And then when he's going out, he's trying to process like what's happening, and then she kind of brings it back to him i think right so it's yeah kind of... actually because the the dream thing is funny the internet's ruined that scene though because they've made a gif of it where <laughs> it looks like he's <laughs> he's up to bad business um but <laughs> yeah but i like it because it it like it reminds him clarence exists and then he's like 
no, I'm I'm going out for a revenge right now. And like everyone's like, where's he going? Like he just like leaves when he's not supposed to. And is th is that the part where they're in another factory that is making drugs? There's and he just basically like he just like tosses like Clarence out of like the foreman's window. <laughs> they always have that little room with the glass window. It's not just one. I think it's three windows he puts them through as he's reading them yeah. to write. You can tell he's pissed. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like police brutality, but who would you charge in the police brutality? It's like, he's a machine. <laughs> <laughs> or CP, I guess. But he works for Dick Jones. Dick for Jones. As he tells us. Yes. <laughs> but Dick Jones makes the ultimate rookie mistake as well in this movie. Like You think yeah. a corporate CEO of his power and knowledge one fucking cut a DVD with his plan to murder someone on. That, oh yeah, that... <laughs> yeah. It's like when it's like when the villain tells you your, your plan just before they're gonna try and kill you, and it, it didn't actually work out in that way. It was exactly like that. Just he fucking recorded it. Yeah. Silly bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know though. I, I like his like pageantry of it. He's like, okay, Clarence, you're gonna go shoot this guy in the in the leg. Then mm -hmm. you're gonna play the videotape. Then you give him the grenade, and then you're out of there. Like, That's like, a lot of moving pieces just to get someone. <laughs> someone who's going to immediately die and not appreciate your like evil videotape ever like anymore. And can I just say the, the RoboCop had the best ever USB drive ever. That thing where the spike comes out and he puts it in. I was and... like, he's fucking R two D two. Just with a little bit more. That was a, such an R two D two move, and I was yes. like, what is this spike? It's called a scom. It's called a scomp link in Star Wars. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a great word. Um, well done, Jim. Yeah. I love that. That was always cool when it was on the toy, because in mm. some of the RoboCop toys back yeah, in the day, toys. Um, it had that where you could pull out like a rubber thing out of his hand. <laughs> like it was little... rubber. <laughs> Usually, yeah. I was oh, Paul got oh, one. Oh, you got him! No, no, I've got the NECA one. Um, oh right. It's, Are it's... you were saying he's slightly fragile? <laughs> he's very fragile. Like he's got a button here. See if it works. Yeah. So anyone that audio listens, I've got a RoboCop toy. I'm going to press oh, his leg. Right. One. We've got to be more descriptive on audio for audio listeners because <laughs> we sometimes don't do that. <laughs> so, but see if it Paul's works. Brandishing a RoboCop at us. <laughs> it's, it's not working now. It's broken. Oh, yeah, please sorry. don't. Please don't break him. But yeah, it's basically his legs supposed to open up like it does in the in the, the yeah. movie, and you put the gun in. But every time you press the button to open it, is all them parts like fire out, and you've got to try and uh, put them together. So the mechanism, let's be let's be honest, is a little bit fragile there. Yeah. Yeah. So this came out in 1987, and mm -hmm. this is around about the time movies and toys kind of align themselves together. But yeah. I didn't feel. Remember when we did the Batman one, and we talked about how like how toy centric it was. I didn't feel that this one was so much toy centric, but there was so much you could see that could come out of it. I think after Robocop 2, that's when the toy lines came out because there were so right. many different toys you could get. Mm -hmm. um, like you could get Ed, uh, you could get like Ed, which was absolutely amazing. It's always been done well. Um, Robocop, um, but they used to, but I'm sure there was a Robocop cartoon at one point, but the computer games yeah. and everything came out as well. That um, uh, Robocop versus right, the Terminator, you're right, though, as well. Paul. It took a while because, like, the Robocop toys were out when I was a kid, so 
like the weren't I don't know if they came out late eighties. I think they took a while and they were like the, the kids would love this Robocop character. <laughs> so messed up, like it like is. adverts on the telly and it's like Robocop's gonna shoot this guy's dick off. <laughs> General Live, you're coming with me. <laughs> it's interesting though, because how like how it's like they held up a mirror to society and then they were like yeah what's your problem like yeah we're gonna make adverts for robocop toys like that would be a joke like in the movie it would be like oh look it's death cop and he's gonna shoot all the bad guys like that that would be something they would like you know do and be like oh this is too silly to happen in real life like that whole like because like the adverts thing, like how influential has that been? Like oh. it's pretty much like Grand Theft Auto's whole like <laughs> joke for the radio is just like taken yeah. straight from Robocop and they just made like like hours more of it. <laughs> yeah, it's kinda of like one of the director's signature things to do, like Starship Troopers yeah. is it starts exactly the same way. Yeah, it has those what... like recruitment movies and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah. they're so good. I I must admit I do like the uh, the newscasters. Mm -hmm. I Man. thought they were absolutely hilarious. So you get him, champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like just the most like basic, like what you would, you know, what the company would want them to say, like yeah. for everything. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you ever? Because I know, like, say Netflix. There was a great uh, TV show on Netflix where they do episodes called the Movies That Make Us. They start off with the yeah. toys that made us, and they do. And the, one of the episodes was based on RoboCop, mm -hmm. and it showed you the stuff behind the scenes. Did anyone actually watch that before? I did. did yeah, when it, was, when it was new. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't, no. The I'm surprised this movie turned out as well as it did with the chaos and everything that went on, like. The director was having fist fights with most of the cast. Uh, Whoa! It was they were having to get studio executives down because they were blowing the budget left, right, and centre. Because like the money, like he just kept saying, "I need more money to finish my movie." Um, <laughs> to the point where they were just like, "Just there's no money left." There were like literally so many issues, things. So for the movie to turn out the, as well and as and as amazing mm. as it did everyone on board with the film was so surprised because i said this was <laughs> really? the, this was the probably the most unprofessional movie set that any of these people had worked on yeah like the, there was some there were some stories that came out recently but then like other people have said it's a lie where like one of the i don't know if it was like principal photographers or whoever like sort of looks after everyone on set mm -hmm. was like was saying Peter Well like wouldn't do his lines unless he got Oreos, and then Peter Well is like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't quite know if I trust Peter Well because he seems like he is like up there with guys that just want to mess around on set. Yeah, this, he is a, he is a dodgy saying, character though. Like <laughs> well, there was, everything that I was reading about him was saying, yeah, he he really suffered for his yeah. art in that in that suit. He was he, he was genuinely <laughs> yeah he was genuine, but he was genuinely losing like three pound a day by just the heat alone and yeah. um, he had to wear headphones because he, his hearing was so distorted he generally couldn't pick up what people were saying so yeah. everything had to be played through headphones to him so he knew his cues went to come in and mm -hmm. um, but from what i was reading nobody had a bad word to say about him if he was being fussy he had every right to be fussy <laughs> yeah. i think the main issues was the director because i think he's notoriously a twat in like well allegedly yeah. oh, allegedly right. sorry Peter Weller did quit and um, the, asked, the, the had to ask him to come back because 
the suit was made for him. <laughs> Nobody else was going to fit in it. And they were like, please, please make friends with them again. <laughs> so that you can have a jetpack or whatever he did in like oh. RoboCop 3 and fight a ninja. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually seen RoboCop 2 or 3, but Anth was like, because he, he he loves this franchise, and he was saying, "Well, did you know?" Because as he as he does, he tries to like one up us. Because I'm like reading all yeah. this stuff, and he's like, "Well, did you know he there was a RoboCop versus Terminator?" Yep. I was like, <laughs> "What?" There's a comic line and everything. There's yeah, uh, comic there's line. A... Mm-hmm. Pre- predator, alien. He fights against those. <laughs> you can't bite what? RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. That's predator, amazing. Predator could probably do some damage, though. I'm not going to say anything about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well. The comic book link doesn't actually end with it actually going into comic books. Stan Lee was originally asked to write the screenplay for this film. All Dude. right. And Excelsior! Because he took his <laughs> sweet-ass time to make his decision, they made, they made the decision for him and went, you're not yeah. doing it. Right. And um, Stan Lee's RoboCop would have had a lot more talking, I think. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you would like... have been a lot more dialogue. There would have been a lot more yeah. kind of nuance and like there had to be you couldn't just have your bad guys versus he would have he would have grown up as a teenage boy being bitten by a a, a robot and turned into a robocop (laughs) um (laughs) that would have been (laughs) (laughs) no no if it's actually if we're going to do a hot take if it was stanley he would have been oh he's writing a good idea i'll steal that sorry um Mr. Leibowitz, we're on to you. Um, uh, allegedly, apparently. I, I, do, I, do, I do always like when you hear like the alternate history like stories like that, where you're like, yeah. oh, you know, if the, the, the butterfly flapped its wings differently that day, we might have had like Stan Lee Marvel RoboCup yeah. at some point. Miguel, Miguel Pereira actually wrote a comic book for Marvel Comics back in the day, and also... Spider-Man 20, what's this? Spider-Man 2099? Yeah. Yeah. That is based on um, Miguel Ferreira, and there's a lot of dedication. Oh, really? Like, that's that's where his name, like, that's where Miguel comes from. (laughs) That's dead interesting. Yeah. He's, like I said, he's a really interesting person, is Miguel Ferreira. Yeah, amazing voice as well. Like, it's just, like, like he's just uh, just like watching him on screen. Like mm-hmm. he, he pops up every now and then. Like I can't remember what the last thing I saw him in was, but he was he's, like a vice president I mean, in some action he's movie. Dead, and I was he's like, dead now. Um, yeah. So <laughs> oh yeah, but like I just don't like, worry. The grim reaper will inform us. It's fine. I just it's yeah. my way of it's my way of getting that in there, Jake. <laughs> no, no, I did I did remember that happening. But every time like he shows up for something, I'm always like, oh yes, I'm I'm glued to the screen now. <laughs> he's a really good character actor. Really good. Yeah. He played Dickhead so well. <laughs> I know, like, see, I know, like, we said we were talking about Robocop, but I, I did want to mention the remake as well because I was very excited when I heard they were actually going to do a modern version because I thought, fair mm. enough, with what they can do now, yeah, if they went like full Robocop and full, like, hard as, as what they could have done, I was thought this could be a quite an interesting story, a modern day story <laughs> to take, like, it's like taking it from the 80s version of what they thought the future was. It would mm. be interesting to see what from now future is mm-hmm. it was such yeah. a missed opportunity because like as i said they try to dumb it down and 
they made a Robocop look like a dildo to start with, which just uh, never's never's going to be it. Round, they made everything too round and too... Mm. Oh, no. And it's Joel Kinnaman, isn't it? Yeah, which the, is a, it's, oh, it's sad because it, he wasn't bad. And I think he does... Like, I, I like him in things. I love him in, like, Suicide Squad. Um, but, yeah. The whole film's just... It's, it's too clean and... Mm-hmm. Like this, the original is just gritty and violent for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just they just missed the mark completely. Stupidly. Yeah, that I think you've you've nailed it. Because it was very clean because you mm-hmm. you don't think they would need a RoboCop in that future where yeah the, in the one the eighties mm. they need something special because the police are failing the police are ready to go on strike. Uh, with Jake being the union man, he would endorse what they're doing. <laughs> um, Right. I would not endorse a Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like he breaks some union laws <laughs> about death. <laughs> yeah. um, did this come out about the same time as the remake of Judge Dredd by any chance? No, Judge Dredd, um, the the actual movie, the Stallone one was 1996. The remake, though, the one with Carl. I was like, oh, 20, 2010, oh, I think. It was a, it was a little bit after I think or twenty no twenty twelve twenty twelve dread came out. Okay. So, um, I'm just trying, I'm just thinking like so they're kind of like that. in league with each other like you know there's going to be a new dread definitely dread remake we're going to do a new RoboCop one there was a that's... new Total Recall as well around that time that nobody yeah, really was. cared for but yeah like the, and nobody the Robo... really asked for either <laughs> oh yeah like like you're right Paul I hadn't even really thought about it from that perspective where it's like RoboCop's an interesting thing mm-hmm. if you want if you want to do your sort of modern day satire then then go for it but yeah they didn't really do anything they just it was just like a, an action movie like really forgettable as well like I, in my like head, I could. I was at the the cinema as well. Like I saw this like when it actually came out. But like in my head, I can only picture like the scene where he gets like revealed, and it's yeah. like Michael Keaton going a bit like having his like one scene where he gets to act and like you know going a bit mad. And don't they just give him like a motorbike as well? And it's like oh yeah, yeah so this like, is this is oh. this is your only new idea. Like he has a this motorbike. This is this is how we get around the the car situation. Because yeah, with these type of movies, like uh, uh, not limited in the same, but like Robocop and the Terminator, like say iconic 80s movies, like Terminator 2 did it better uh, like as a sequel. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd still say Terminator 1 is a better movie. Oh, I know okay. me and me will have a dis- dis- disagreement there when we'll <laughs> come to that. But um, the idea and the premise of it is so, so good that it should work in any type of like situation or if you just have a little bit of thought when you're putting mm-hmm. into it these movies can work it's just the, it seems like the the people who are making them don't really understand what they've got it's kind of like yeah. they're making a terminator movie or it's just someone's come back in time to kill someone no no mm-hmm. give us real depths give us real uh like genuine yeah. uh like stakes uh same with robocop the reason why like robocop made sense then is because the city was at such a stage and needed something so extreme to clean yeah. it up. If if the the city's not that bad, it it's just basically evolving for all evolve like doing something for the doing a certain it, it yeah. it's gonna have stakes and like, well, it, I, do you think do you think that's I don't like, think sorry yeah goalie also, I, I I don't think we'll ever get this version of RoboCop ever again like the gritty like dystopian future kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um Amazon own the robocop rights now 
they got I money mentioned... as well. Yeah, but it, it'll be too clean and nice, just like the one that came yeah. out. Um, and who, do, who and does I... who does Dick Jones remind you of? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say as well. Like, do you think it's like something that can't happen anymore because now? like CEOs have got more power over what ends up in our movies than ever before. Like, are they going to green light yeah. the movie where like the, the Bob Iger stand in is like the most evil motherfucker in the entire world. <laughs> it's like, I think like, I think this kind of movie that's, it's like, it's poking fun at the people paying for it. Cause like yeah. Paul was saying, he yeah. was like asking, he was asking for more money and they were like, it's almost like a, a sad reflection of like, oh yeah, well, corporate took RoboCop, and mm. now you get the bland sequel, <laughs> like to make <laughs> toys, and now you get like the bland reboot, which I've been to lots of toy fairs, I have never seen a, a new RoboCop action figure anywhere, yeah, no. but the old know, ones are everywhere. Can I, I had mentioned earlier, oh, oh, yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, I, I had mentioned earlier in the day to Paul and Jake um, about there is there was a remake uh, a remake oh no sorry what's it sequel i forgot the word a sequel to the first film was going to be in the works uh like last year and it was meant to be called robocop returns mm-hmm. um, amazing then, title think, no no amazon that's not the amazing part acquired, go on lee amazon have acquired the rights and there's rumors that they're going to be doing a sequel with a new guy playing robocop who? Played by John Cena. Shut and the his fuck name up. is. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I can't, can't see it. I love John Cena, but I can't see it. That yeah, is incredible. So they wouldn't need CGI or to put metal plates on. They would, just paint, they would just paint them silver. <laughs> the prototype is back. <laughs> I'm wary of everything I read online, but it's just it's too, it's so insane. It gives him a chance to shave his head, so he won't have the hairline anymore, I guess. But oh, I don't want—I don't want to think about bald John Cena either, or like John Cena with only a face from like here. <laughs> don't! Oh. I want to sleep tonight, man. Just—just um, just think wanna... of other wrestlers you could cast in RoboCop as well. I know I mentioned Batista, but imagine Stone Cold as RoboCop. That would be quite interesting. <laughs> like walking around the bottom line because RoboCop says so. <laughs> he is the bionic redneck. Yeah. It's not too far. <laughs> Oh, I don't oh. know. Like, like it's it's interesting what you, what you were saying because, like, in my head, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like RoboCop needs to be a kind of blank slate. But then they mm. tried that with the reboot, and I don't remember that guy in the slightest. So that's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how you 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 get another Peter Weller because he's mm. got like like his look. You like respect him just by the way he talks and stuff. Like he commands like respect. Mm-hmm. But also, he's like an everyman. Like he doesn't. Yeah. He's got a distinctive face, but he's not like super muscly. Like like mm-hmm. Sammy was saying, he he, he kind of looks a bit gaunt at the start of the film because mm-hmm. he's like really gaunt. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like he he still gets you on his side with the very few scenes he gets. Mm-hmm. And it's that it's that weird middle line where you've got to have an everyman who also is like a really like good actor to get you like Karen. <laughs> But yeah, John Cena isn't that for me. He's not an everyman. No, <laughs> to be fair, oh, with with RoboCop as well, like, is the brand damaged for all the stuff that 
they've done to it throughout the years or has it been enough time passed since everything that's happened because if you talk about the remake that's fine uh, that's one of the nails in the coffin the tv mm. show was god awful then remember <laughs> we got the wcw appearance of robocop where yeah, he, he came he did, in to, to 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 not wrestle but to save sting wasn't it yeah <laughs> uh, he, put, he like pulled a door off a cage that yeah. sting was in <laughs> So, like I said, RoboCop has been in every facet, and I'm sure, as I said, yeah. there's been cartoons, uh, comics. Yeah, actually, I know one. I know one interesting fact about RoboCop. Um, he's quite popular in Japan. Um, oh, really? When he's when he's over there, though, what they've done is like it's not Peter Weller. It's like a new costume that's chrome, so he's like shiny. Um, right. Slim dealer. He actually he does adverts for fried chicken. No, <laughs> like food adverts, and it's no. like, but it's like Japanese RoboCop, so it's not like an English voice or anything. And he's like, "Yo, I'm about to eat and stuff like that." And it's like, <laughs> just silly. No, don't do an accent, Lee. I saw your face. No, don't do no. an accent. Um, do you know RoboCop caught a real life villain? No, <laughs> no. So, so, um, when it was Aaron in the cinemas back in '87. There was apparently some uh, some guy trying to evade the police, and this guy went into the cinema and <laughs> hid in one of the places and got so mesmerized by Robocop on the screen, like, oh my god, what's this? He didn't realize the police came in, evacuated everybody else, then turned on the lights, and this guy was the only person sitting in the cinema. He's oh, enjoying crazy. Robocop. It's like, can you I at least the... wait the film finishes? I know, yeah, I hope they hope let him. I hope they gave him the closure. <laughs> Oh no! Can I can I ask a question? Can I ask this to Anth? And his answer is probably going to be exactly the same as yours. But in our world, in where we live now, is RoboCop the idea of RoboCop a good idea or a bad idea? <laughs> I don't think AI is never a good idea. Uh, I think it depends. That. The meat inside was... RoboCop matters. Like yeah. if it's a if it's a good person, then it might be okay. I was <laughs> I was just thinking in today's world, could we could we actually get away with doing something like this, or would you know world leaders just be like fuck no, <laughs> or fuck yes because you know it's a, a domineering. Tell you what though, I think I think like I think like well like people like CEOs and world leaders wouldn't bat much of no, an eye if give this fuck. happened. But no. I, we're hundred percent gonna see Ed two hundred nine first, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's not gonna be. Like, I never even thought of that. I'm yeah. thinking more Robocop, but you are right. It probably would be Ed two hundred nine. I'm sure. Some bugger who loved Tony Stark's probably making it somewhere. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be already in the works. There's some fucking mad scientist in the world that'll be like saying, nah, let's let's put a chicken in a robot first and see what happens there. So we'll get chick <laughs> we'll get chicken cop, then it'll be like turn into a dog, then a monkey, then it'll go, haha, we've got the the monkey tests out the way. We're gonna make a fucking man now. That that's... 209 does kind of have like like bird legs, doesn't yeah. he? Those kind of like those they backwards, are, like knees. But all he is a Vulcan machine at the top. <laughs> he has. You remember the McDonald's toys he used to get, where the, it was like just like a this mm. thing, and then it had tiny legs coming out. He looked like <laughs> one of them. They should not be able to stand on them legs with that bulk at the top. Yeah, and he's got like little arms, hasn't he? Like, <laughs> like oh my god, arms. the T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna make the joke now, just because I have to. If we do ever get a chicken robot, it'll be Robocock. Just okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> the, sh- the 
<laughs> oh, Goodwill just got it as well. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, see, this means me and Goodwill on the same way, but I'm there. Press, press. Um... <laughs> and the, that, it's not affiliated with the, the TV show Robot Chicken. No. <laughs> oh, no. I, I bet they've done. That. I bet they've done some Robo RoboCop sketches though, <laughs> for sure. I'm surprised because oh, you know all the send ups or like the piss takes we get. Like, like mm-hmm. if you think about like the scary movie films or like the, not another team movie, why hasn't there been like a like a proper send up for like like RoboCop, like a proper spoof <laughs> that would be entertaining? Like, I think like action spoof. Yeah. Done, like an action. Spoof. I know that like uh, Hot Shots. Yeah, but like imagine, but like, imagine like a robot, kind of... but like getting a RoboCop style, like a proper spoof mm. RoboCop. Yeah. Instead of ca- like get, instead likes. of getting a cop, they get like some guy, some like idiots that like shouldn't be a uh, shouldn't be a cop, <laughs> and then goes around and just finds himself in hilarious <laughs> situations. Hollywood, you give might, me a call. You might be describing a Simpsons Treehouse of Halloween where Homer gets yeah. put in the robot. That's supposed oh, to be possibly, like the, yes. Oh. That's supposed to be like the best worker, but they accidentally put Homer's brain in it. <laughs> I just got the I just got the thought of because I'm again when I'm at, when I've been at home, um, I've been watching Always Sunny as I, I always do. Um, just Dennis Reynolds. Dennis Reynolds okay. being put into the cop suit. It would be fu- it would be a fucking massacre. Okay. Also. Always Sunny Gang as the bad guys <laughs> in RoboCop. Oh yes. <laughs> oh oh my have... god, yes. So it's you remember this the psycho friend who turned out to not be actually psycho. It was just them making bullshit up about yeah. him. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. RoboCop, and they're the bad guys. But like, yeah, like <laughs> how hasn't how has no one cast like the Always Sunny crews like 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 bad guys in in a fun action movie yet? <laughs> oh. Imagine Danny DeVito as uh, as the Clarence Bodiger. Can you yeah. fly, Charlie? <laughs> it's perfect as well because you you would be able to do the same joke that they did from was it like Taxi that he was in? Yeah. Where like throughout throughout the whole movie he's like this commanding figure and then he like gets down off his desk and he like you see <laughs> you see like the actual size of him and stuff. They could like they could redo that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if we're gonna rate the movie. Oh yeah, because I like to always do be at the rates. So Lee, what would you rate it out of five? Five, definitely. Oof. So nothing you would change in the movie at all. Not a single thing. Not a single Perfect. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Jake. Yeah, no, same five because it's like it's like a perfect action movie. It's got mm. it's got its like theme and it mm. like executes on that theme. Like whether you think it's like too heavy handed or or not. Mm. Um. But yeah, it's like insanely quotable as well. Like we haven't, nobody's even said like, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> like, the, like the crappy TV show that everyone seems to be watching. That's another like nice little dystopian touch. Like that's the only like TV show and anyone cares fine. about. It's so hilarious. And it's Nothing's just, happening either. Nothing's going on. There's another one at Your Move Creep. Yeah, and dead or alive, uh, and yes. like, and I, like one of my favorites is like when Emil's like, "We killed you!" Like, it's just like <laughs> such a, it's such a fun thing that he like recognizes him just because he says like the same line. I need to use a line. I need to use a line for the chat. So, just everybody watching, remember hit that like button, or there will be trouble. <laughs> He does say trouble funny, he doesn't say trouble. <laughs> what about you, Sammy? What would you give it out of five? Um, I would have to say the same as Jake and Lee. There's mm-hmm. nothing you cannot... This is such a... It's a great 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
not that I like to give Paul props on an 80s movie, but it is really, it's a really good 80s movie. They don't make them like these anymore. Mm-hmm. It's got a story. It's got good guys. It's got bad guys. It's got violence. And it's got a guy bubbling away at the end. So it's got you guys, everything. You guys really had like the best lives, like when all this was coming out. Cause like, <laughs> wasn't Die Hard like not long after this as yep. well? Like, which is, yep. which is also like a pinnacle like best action movie but like that's more like serious and like grounded like <laughs> oh we we had so many like tango and cash <laughs> um, <laughs> um like commando and stuff like that but um yeah <laughs> i would probably as i said it's very hard to knock this film down for anything because it like it's one of them films that you think shouldn't have aged well and it's mm. actually only got better with age um which is surprising to say but it doesn't treat its audience stupid. It doesn't make it overly elaborate. Uh, it doesn't give people stupid backstories. It just basically goes out and says, we're going to make a fun fucking movie about a man dying, uh, or not just dying, getting blown away, getting turned into a robot, and then shooting people in the dick. So what What can mm. you not, write, like, not like about the movie? Is there anything that you wish they expanded on more in the whole film? It's not really because no. it, again, anything that the ads could have taken away from things like I know we because the second one it kind of gets lost because it it expands more on the family like he, like he keeps on going to visit her and it's like oh you told me you would stay away but um <laughs> but like even the boardroom like it seems interesting like um I like it that you don't even know the old man's name. Like that, yeah. that's quite clever and that's I love quite him. interesting. He's so cold. He's more robotic than Robocop. Like in 209, <laughs> blows that guy away and he just goes, I'm very disappointed, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't just, he just read at the end, though. He does, he does the best Vince McMahon. You're fired. Yep. And yeah. then that's it. That's the, that's the loophole Robocop needed to break oh, his yes. directive. Yeah. Johnson's and, thumbs up as well that Robocop's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Hey boss! <laughs> it's like, and he goes to me again. Good shooting, kid. <laughs> I, think like, <laughs> I think like the only thing I would maybe like more of is, but I, I understand why they couldn't. Is maybe some like more Ed Two O Nine action mm. oh, because yes. he does that shooting, but then later on, like he just like does his stair fall or like doesn't. Isn't there like two? Doesn't Robocop blow one up, or is that like the yeah, second there's... movie where no, he shoots no, the, it with the gun? So there's the one that shoots itself, and it's and it's like <laughs> accidentally, and it's uh, like one of blows up one of its gun turret yes. things. Then it falls down the stairs. Then it basically runs, and then he runs away. And uh, oh yeah, it's when he comes back at the end, isn't it? He like yeah. shoots it with that giant gun that so found. You would want to see an Ed two or nine redemption arc. No, 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 re- no redemption. With just the gun. horror. With the with the super gun. I know. That's that's a super gun. Yes. <laughs> I think you look so happy I... there with your gun. Bless you, man. Yeah. He's like, he's I think like I'm in the meal. same boat. Where I think the main thing I would like to have seen more of is Ed two or nine. Mm-hmm. But there is also one part of the film which, if this film was made now, this would get elaborated in like a sequel or something. Um, the beginning of the movie, there's a news report and it's like, the Star Wars program is in development. If that was made now, you know for a fact the next movie would be Robocop <laughs> in, in space. Or were they trying to say that was the Starship Troopers like origin story, like <laughs> hidden in his Possibly. other movie. <laughs> that, that, that's what they needed to, to beat them damn bugs. They needed Robocop. That's what they did. Yeah. Would have helped. 
but yes also um, one more question sorry mm -hmm. uh, that this has been mentioned a few times by people in the chat about robocop and the terminator who would oh. win <laughs> robocop or the terminator that's yeah, a difficult I feel, choice. I feel Arnie's yeah. more powerful technically so, as a machine. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, yeah, but when at the end of RoboCop, he's lying on the ground and Red Foreman comes over and stabs him. He cries out in pain. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you did that to Arnie, he's not gonna cry in pain. He's not gonna because he is pure robot. Yes. Yeah. So, I think yeah, I think Rob, I think like Terminator the T eight hundreds like way more of a killer yeah. <laughs> than Murphy. I'm, See, I'm, I'm, team I'm going for Robocop. No. Okay, is, is it the smart? Can he outsmart him? Um, no, I think it's just as long as he doesn't get into close quarters combat. Um, <laughs> Terminator four, like Terminator right. four, Christian Beale just has that machine gun and he's just firing it at the Terminator close range and he dies. I know, but the less um, we talk about Terminator four, the better. I think. Yeah. Again, yeah, I saw that in the but, pictures. So, I've... <laughs> And Robocop firing that gun at that target thing, mm -hmm. it absolutely like demolishes it. I feel like he could hit the Terminator in some pretty uh, good places and uh, immobilize it. Put it this way: if you're going to do Terminator thing, if you do term the Terminator the T eight hundred from Terminator one, yeah, versus Robocop, Arnie would hands down annihilate Robocop without much of a fight. That was a walking, talking, killing machine. Well, I mean, they can both oh. bend to the end of guns, so we know mm, they're true. strong. Because he would, uh, he, he would walk up to Robocop and say, "I need you, I need your boots, I need you, <laughs> I need your clothes, <laughs> and I need your bike." And Robocop would say, over. "Would say yes, sir." I, I, or, I prefer Terminator, but um, I, I'm still picking Robocop, and I, I, I'm losing this because I think I'm losing it three to one. Yeah. <laughs> or would, would, or but, would they scan each other with the robot eyes and just decide not to bother fighting because they're oh, like, "This is not an organic life form," and they would just like leave each other. <laughs> or, or would it become the greatest love story that we've had? It's like <laughs> robot love. That's why. That's why he's got a mouth. That's why he's got. He's so good. But no, um. You can you can do this fight in Mortal Kombat of all video games if you if you oh. really want. I'm pretty sure they're in the same video game, like Arnold well, and Robocop. So it was getting mentioned it. in chat because there was a Robocop v Terminator game for the Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, yeah it was terrible. I had I it think, on the I Game Boy. I think you played as Robocop, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, because you didn't play it, as anyone. It was just a target shooter game, like <laughs> on oh, a controller. Right. So they, weren't oh. each, they weren't fighting each other. No, it was like I first recall person. a platform gamer where you play as RoboCop, and it's that was yeah. just that like was the I think that was just that was just, that was just the RoboCop game initially. I think possibly, yeah. I remember there was one on Game Boy that has awesome music where it was like a side scroller, but it was really hard. But you could like punch people if you got really close, and it made a really good noise. <laughs> to be fair though, um, out of the games, I think the Terminator Two game was actually brilliant because um, I remember we had one of the hardest bosses where you, when you got the end. Um, you had to actually shoot Robert Patterson, uh, not Robert Patterson, Robert uh, <laughs> Robert Patrick's T one T one thousand in certain ways to kill him. You couldn't just blast him. You had to shoot him in his left eye, his right eye, <laughs> then his face uh, before he would fall back into the lava. Take that, Robert Patrick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes. Do you think? Do you know? You know when you were saying about like the mannequin and how 
he kind of got freaked out because he saw it being shot. Do you think people like celebrities have that with video games where they're like, oh no, <laughs> like scorpions like like ripping my eyes out, <laughs> like like when Arnie plays Mortal Kombat? It can't feel good. I can say it, it must like it, it'd be one of them things where you get the ego boost. Yes, I'm in a computer game. Oh shit, yeah. the ripping is apart. Oh no, <laughs> this is my worst yeah. nightmare coming to truth. <laughs> oh no, the model has leaked and now there's like dancers and stuff like that. <laughs> oh no, I'm in Fortnite. <laughs> Why am I being teabagged? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, nightmares of, of a New Year's Eve party happening all over again. But yes. Oh, um, so yeah. So uh, anyone got any other th- little tidbits or anything you want to add about Robocop? No. no, I got all mine out. Thank you for letting us get all them out. <laughs> and also apologies. What like? For the behaviour of my dogs this whole episode, that's fine. They have honestly been riding my last nerve to the point where I have just thrown a book at one of them. That's fine. Be <laughs> careful; they'll come back as a robo dog and fuck you up as well. So, oh, it um, my fucking luck. <laughs> Jake looks like he's pondering a thought there. No, I, I was just thinking, but I think I've, I've said everything I need to say. I think maybe I think the world has said what it needs to say on RoboCop, and they probably shouldn't make any more no. uh, stuff no, with no, them. No, leave it, leave it as it is. It's it's a it's yeah. a brilliant movie. It just it it's mm-hmm. it, it's one of those films where it gives you the warms and fuzzies because you're in like you're in that eighties eighties world of great movies. Yeah, yeah and, and that's, like like Paul hit it on the head perfectly. Like. If you don't get the joke, like you shouldn't, someone should stop you from making a RoboCop movie. Like if you're not mm-hmm. in on the thing, which is yeah. like, you know, corporate oversight is bad. Like you know, mm-hmm. like you need to have that satire element. Otherwise, yeah. like you're just making an action movie. Like you're just doing the thing OCP was mm-hmm. trying to do, just yeah. make a RoboCop. You're just making a robot shoot shit for no reason or yeah, for no yeah. no purpose at all. And again. Movies do have like have to tell a story, but it's also got to have a soul as well. And mm-hmm. that, and it's one thing I know it sounds strange talking about a RoboCop movie. The first one has a lot of soul. Yeah, yeah. has a lot of heart. Mm-hmm. It's got a, it's, it's got a great. That Tin Man got his heart there, so it's fine. It it's very Frankenstein, isn't it? It's like yeah. a man rebuilt and just mm-hmm. wanting to be accepted. Oh, yeah. It sounds it a lot is, like yeah. you, Lee. And the same thing, and the same thing <laughs> happened with Boris Karloff as it did to Peter Weller. Mm-hmm. They ended up quitting because the makeup was shit, and they couldn't <laughs> and they keep got... it. They couldn't keep doing it anymore. <laughs> yeah, and they got like typecast because I, I can't yeah. imagine people were like having him back for like, oh, do you want to do this serious role? It was probably like, oh, we saw you in RoboCop. Do you want to shoot a gun again? Want <laughs> <laughs> to get some? Uh... Become a robot again, but yeah, he ends like, up. He ends up in Dexter as a just a different kind of cop, doesn't he? Like a yeah. like a crooked cop. Like you know, it's like <laughs> why can't I be a romantic lead? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got you haven't got the face for cinema, kid. Just deal oh. with it. <laughs> but yes, um, so yes, thank you guys for staying with us as well. Like I said, it's nice seeing a few new faces and new names pop up oh. in the chat. Um, sorry we haven't inter- integrated with you too much, but we've been having such a blast talking about Robocop. Um, I love when the four of us get together because I know that the movie we're going to be doing is just going to be <laughs> fucking great. I really do love when us four... I even said this to Lee when I saw him last week. I was like, I just love when we get together so because we always talk about amazingly great 80s or 90s movies. Me and Lee won't show up for anything less than a five star. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the Mario Brothers is no one showing up for that one, I take it then. 
Um, I'm hooked on the brothers. I'm going to be there. (laughs) Um, But we are talking about that one. It's not going to be the Chris Pratt one. It's going to be the Bob Hoskins one, which is going to be. I can't wait. Yeah. Really can't wait. Um, Just to say as well, like, thank you guys. I know you're probably going to be sick of us this week because we have a lot of things planned for this week as well. We're very busy. Yes. So, Sammy, take it away for tomorrow night to start us off. Tomorrow night is Monsters, as usual time. It's seven o'clock on YouTube and its audio goes up on Tuesday. It is the last part. It's the concluding part of our Man Behind the Makeup with Rick Baker. You are not going to want to miss this this is this i actually was writing the list out of the movies thinking oh we can just leave leave a couple that you can't between mm. the early 90s and like the early ugh, the 90s and 2000s you can't miss a rick baker movie out because every single one of them is talk point worthy so that's the concluding part tomorrow at seven cool and i'm, I'm all in for gremlins too so get sammy to talk about more gremlins um Jake, what are you doing tomorrow night as well? Oh yeah, so we're we're the after show for Monsters. Um, so me and Adam, I think, are going to jump on Twitch and play through a game called Exit Eight, which is mm-hmm. like a spooky little game where you're trapped in like a subway um, corridor, and mm-hmm. and stuff happens. I haven't played it, Ooh. but we're going to check it out. Oh, interesting! You're not a spooky kind of game player either no but i heard this wasn't like abject horror it's just more right. like psychological stuff oh, just go it seems interesting it seems really simple but interesting but yeah we're gonna check that out i think interesting. and if it's too scary we'll just turn power wash on and go back to yeah. the happy place so the trekking boys will be back on friday as well um goodwill and graham are talking about uh the first time they're talking about Enterprise as well. Uh, ceasefire, I believe, they are talking about. Mm. So Goodwill is very excited because I know he's been looking forward to talking about Enterprise for a long time. Um, so They're going to shout the song so much, aren't they? Yes. So <laughs> so please join in for that and see his little face and little little eyes shining with happiness. Always well, like to say Goodwill. Speaking of speaking of the G Man, um, he is actually coming back on Twitch on Tuesday to continue Metal Gear Goodwill. Mm-hmm. So if you want to wow. see some bipedal robots in the Ed Two Hundred Nine stylings, uh, join us for the what I think will be the conclusion of MGS One, um, because it's not that long of a game, and Goodwill's good at it. He's uh, he's obviously had that demo disc and kept on playing. <laughs> <laughs> all he these is years. This- he is the stealth man as well. Um, <laughs> can, can I just jump on this Goodwill train? Um, and Goodwill, I love you. Um, but, um, <laughs> right. Paul, I, I just I just wanted my chance to declare me love for him. But uh, Paul made us make a purchase today, Sammy. Oh, um, yeah. So here is me and Good Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> what a resemblance! <laughs> <laughs> I'll need to clip that one as well. That's fine. Um, that's and yes, amazing. so for people who again is, is not sick of me and Sammy, next weekend yeah. we're not just next weekend we're taking over YouTube. Yeah, next weekend, Saturday and Sunday we have two two episodes. Saturday we have an interview with the amazing Taffeta Darling, who is very big in the American uh, comic book world and cosplay world and uh, convention circuit. So we'll be talking about her and what her project she's been up to. Uh, she runs a lot of podcasts where she interviews a lot of artists. So it's a very exciting time to have so 
like say someone who wants to come on and talk to us uh northern idiots so that's going to be interesting <laughs> that one will be going out a little bit later on a saturday night i think it's going to be a 10 o'clock showing um yeah, we've, got, just... we've got to fit in with her time so you're mm -hmm. gonna to have to fit in with our times yes <laughs> certainly and the sunday I am so excited for the Sunday episode because <clears throat> I've been wanting to talk about these movies for a while, but we're not talking about them all. We're just talking about one, Army of Darkness. Yes, we are talking about the chin, Bruce Campbell. Oh, and groovy, we are, baby. We are no, going to get was, groovy, was... and uh, we will be showing you all about the boomstick. Uh, yeah. And we may even Baratu, read it. Baratu Nikto. <laughs> <laughs> might even get the Necrocomicon out as well. So, yes, and see what we can conjure up for that episode. And uh, we have the lovely Sonia and Joe joining us there. So, brother and sister. Oh, we've so... got the brother and sister Whoa, couple you, together. We've got the, the, the John, yeah. The, yeah. the podcast <laughs> is going to explode. <laughs> but, yes. And, uh, Lee, are you doing anything interesting this week? Um, it seems like quite a busy week, so I'm, I might wait till next week because Thursday something's happening as well, isn't it? What's happening on Thursday? Thursday the eighth of February. Oh yeah, that's right. What is it? We've oh. got Kirsty. Oh We're shit! I. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. The plugs haven't ended. Oh yes. Yes, thank you, Lee. This like, Lee is getting a promotion. Well done, Lee. Um, <laughs> he's no mom, no mama, no longer the, the the jackass of the group. He is like safe. Um, but yes, we do have a new episode, a new podcast launching this Thursday. Uh, Gigs up north, where I, again I would love to be able to announce the name of the person. Um, <laughs> because I say I'm really like simple. So it's, it's a secret. It's um it's. Gigs up north. There'll be an interview with Kirsty. It will be in Kai from Espirit de Air. Um, like I say, a rock band. Um, that and like I say, his music, his album gets launched on Friday, and mm. he actually is the guitar. I think he performs as well with Sister of Mercy as well. So he is um quite interesting. Ooh. It is a lovely interview. It's nice to see someone fangirling out and just busy enjoying it. So yes, that is um. An interesting one to say that'll be going out at half seven on thursday um just to give everyone a thing it is under an hour so don't worry it's not going to be a long long episode so it's a oh, nice little tidbit yeah. for you to watch there monsters might be its longest episode ever <laughs> i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna make sure we drop loads of new lore in these videos so if anyone misses stuff this week oh. this too much, they just won't be able won't be caught damn pork week. chimp oh god pork <laughs> chimp yes pork chimp has been don't say oh, that <laughs> I would not mention pork chip, but yeah. Um, thank <laughs> you for everyone thing. who supports us. Thank you for everyone who makes you watches us, uh, listens to us. Um, the audio, as Sam said, will go out on Tuesday, and like, and that sounds weird. I actually think we are sound better through the audio. I don't know why. Um, My show does. I, I actually edit it and put effects yes. on it. So. Jake's, Jake's, Jake's very professional and I get that sent over in a file that has all been edited and smoothly put out and I take Ooh. hours directly I, from YouTube. I, I want to tease something for this this next one. We've got a brand new theme song that me and Adam oh. recorded. That's in this next one going out. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> on its way to the airwaves on Tuesday. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Good. So, but um, remember, like, mm -hmm. share, and subscribe. Mm -hmm. Come visit us on Facebook and all of our social medias. Mm -hmm. Very much. We're on everywhere. Um, We're there. We're everywhere. Yes, and I did a guest spot on another podcast last night, and I believe that's going to go out in um, 
in March. So where uh, me and um, the, the podcast that was called uh, I've forgotten the name of everything. My brains was fried. Excellent. Let's uh, let's talk about horror. Um, yeah. <laughs> very very nice guy called BJ. Um, and basically, no jokes. Um, and, <laughs> but basically, it. we talked about the uh, the Blair Witch. So check that out. Check his uh, Instagram and check his YouTube. He does like to see a lot of horror talks. If you like your horrors, uh, he seemed a very nice gentleman. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like we we like nerdy up north everywhere. Just search it in a search bar, and we'll show up. Like Twitch, we'll anything. <laughs> we also share a lot of like other people's stuff, like from around. So like you know, if you want to get a network of cool people. Like, you know, follow us and we'll point you in some good directions. Yes. And we're not dicks. No. <laughs> <laughs> so to end it up, uh, same yep. bad time, same bad channel. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.